Not a word, she says, and I follow her out onto the landing. I focus on her long blonde hair as we go down the stairs to the kitchen. In silence, she reaches for the lantern and matches on the shelf, and then we walk out the back door. I'd forgotten it was raining, and it hits down on us hard, soaking us within seconds. I hear nothing but its drumming on the ground as Elizabeth takes my hand again. She leads me through the herb garden with its high brick walls where the smells have almost been washed away. She opens the rickety door at the other end and we're walking through the strawberry field. The plants are heavy with red fruit. I feel the slab of linen rubbing my legs as I walk. I imagine the blood dripping onto it. Will I bleed forever now? Will I never be able to walk or run freely again? I stumble after Elizabeth, confused about wanting to cry, when I have waited so long to be a woman. In the distance, I see the figures in the vegetable patch, where I was less than an hour ago, when I was still a child. I see the shape of Heather, her long brown hair stuck with rain down her back. Then I remember. I'll be able to grow my hair. Finally, after all these years of waiting, I'll be able to let my blonde hair grow. I'll look like Elizabeth, with it flowing over my shoulders and down to my waist. I'm filled with happiness. Suddenly the bleeding and the strange, uncomfortable way of walking are absolutely fine, because now I am a woman. Elizabeth, I say, but the water is falling too loudly for her to hear. The sound changes as we head into the woods, and the rain hits the leaves far above us. Where are we going? I ask, but Elizabeth just smiles. Finally, we get to the clearing where Papa S's worship chair sits in the middle. It has fresh ivy woven around its frame. Elizabeth walks towards it, and then she's going too close. She's walking into the forbidden circle. I look around but no one is here to see. I look up into the branches, but no kindreds are hidden there. I hold my breath as she reaches for the chair. No, Elizabeth, I whisper. It is bidden, she says quietly as she starts to lift the chair. I can see that it is heavy, but I can't help. Papa S sees everything, and Elizabeth is in the forbidden circle touching his worship chair. She drags it to the side and begins to kick at the thick leaves underneath. Then she's on her hands and knees, moving the leaves away until I see a large metal hoop. She pulls it and it opens a small wooden door flat on the ground. What are you doing? I ask. She is not smiling now. I promise you will be okay, she says. She takes the matches from her apron, strikes one, and lights the lantern. And then I understand. I look down into the hole. There are steps that end in blackness. She wants me to go down. I want to go back to the house, I say. But I don't move. I don't run away. You must trust me, Pearl. Her wet hair still shines so blonde. She holds the lantern in one hand.
the other hand resting on her pregnant belly. And I know I love her, so I know I must trust her. I step forwards into the forbidden circle and start to go cautiously down the steps. Elizabeth follows me, and the light from the lantern shows us the way. At the bottom is a tiny room dug into the earth. I look at Elizabeth. In the candlelight, her cheeks look sunken, her eyes hollow. Is there fear hidden within her? I've seen it now, I say quietly. My voice sounds flat as it catches in the earth. Can I go? We have all done this, Pearl. Every woman at seed. I promise you will be all right. What do you mean? When you get your first blessing, when you first start to bleed, you must stay with nature so that she may give you the gift of a healthy womb, she says.